0: The Movie Hour, Episode 86, June 3rd, 2010. Spoiler alert, the following hour programming may contain both movie plots and swearing. Hello, hello. This is Greg Maloney, and you are listening to the Nia Long Sunday Crossword Movie Hour. My brother James and my friend Jeff both joined me in the studio tonight to share with you all their movie knowledge. Welcome back to the show, gentlemen.
1: Shouldn't take long.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How's it going, guys? Oh, good, Uh, good. Remind me again who Nia Long
1: is, myself and the listeners.
0: Nia Long. Nia Long. Nia Long. Yeah. She is a female and you, uh, you—I'm surprised you haven't noticed her before because she's she's very attractive and boiler room boiler room actress. Yep. I don't know. This is uh. This and was she UFC. was in my and she was in my Sunday crossword puzzle book. Ah, so that's is that the why name. I,
2: hence the uh, name. Okay. Apparently, this, Nia was a, a needed letter combination. Interesting. Interesting. Isn't, yeah, isn't there
1: a, like an NEA? Isn't there? Isn't that something? National Endowment for the Arts. Is correct. It's NIA
0: it's for yeah. this Nia. Oh.
2: Yeah. Uh.
1: Um,
0: I'm sure there's an like there, I'm sure there's an acronym for it out there somewhere. National
1: Institute of Art, then fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, just to give everyone a little, you gave a little insight on how we pick our pick our names every day. Uh, it's an arduous rotate. process. Yeah, yeah, it's it's our it's very <laughs> arduous by <laughs> we, committee. Yeah, we go through many many weeks, and uh, yeah, we we have to plan hours, hours and out. hours of deliberation. These were done months months in advance. People, we, it's out of our hands. My my hands are uh, my hands are tied. Uh, but yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy you guys are back once again uh, in the studio with me to discuss discuss the best topic ever. Considering there's no other good topics to talk about. Let's see, we could talk about uh, uh, oil, pretty much ruining the entire world. We can talk about
1: <laughs> when did that start? Like fifty <laughs> years ago? <six> years ago?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a depressing time, man. A depressing time, and.
1: Uh, we can talk about how Armando Galarraga, literally moments before the start of the, this recording, got completely robbed of history, <laughs> baseball history, absolute crime. What happened to, to Armando Galarraga and, and uh, the Tigers and the Tigers fans uh, and baseball? Really, baseball's the poorer for it. Uh, maybe we can prosecute.
0: Maybe we can. I, get don't,
1: th- criminal- I, I, I don't think that you know. I, I don't think it should go that far. But uh, you know, maybe. Uh, I'm sure, Jeffrey you will know, do it. <laughs> i'm just thinking like torture maybe like just you know like quick it's quick waterboarding. To time. no need to, no need for any like sort of legal proceeding just a little bit of uh you know poking prodding drowning uh whatever i want i want to know who uh i mean i want to know who, who who's on top of this because honestly that umpire that's uh that's terrorism right there that's ruining <laughs>
0: i'm like sure that. i'm sure in like an hour we're going to hear him just say you know in the Roughing, roughing a, roughing a game like that, going through and
1: umping. Calling. Obviously, you're not a bowler. <laughs> Guller, whatever. Why can't I call it roughing? It's umping. It's just ump. Oh, <laughs> All right, go ahead. Umping. Uh,
0: calling the shots. Reffing. Can I say calling the shots? Yeah, you, uh, yeah calling the shots. Yeah. Calling, coach, the, you know. calling the shots at first base and people, you know, doing it. In and out. I'm sure he didn't know what. I'm sure he didn't know what was at stake. He wasn't paying attention. I'm sure he didn't.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good excuse <laughs> for a rest. I wasn't paying attention. I know, I had no idea what the fuck was going on.
0: Man. What was a? What was the score of the game? Anyhow,
1: uh, three nothing Tigers.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, I guess I guess we'll have to just start talking about movies to take your mind off and our listeners' mind off the terrible things that are happening in baseball today. So,
1: what chance does America have? Can't he get <laughs> baseball right.
0: <laughs> um, but it, we'll we'll talk about our own news, our own news. The Hollywood Hunters, Hollywood Hoopla, uh, of course. The the first topic being a very the very light, a very light hearted one, and brought to my attention by uh, by James just shortly before the show. There are actually two clips out uh, of the new Smurfs movie uh, coming soon. I forget. Does, do you know the release date on that movie? It's not actually it's not that far off. It's like February of next. I don't know. Actually, no, oh, no. Actually, no. It's July. Never mind. It's July. I thought it was February of next year. July of next year. Um, but new two new clips Good, out of it. It's going to be the time. Yeah, Hank Azaria is there as Gargamel, and it's showing him running around in New York City, and you even get to see him like bumping into Neil Patrick Harris at some point. And uh, James, you're absolutely right. This <laughs> uh, this costume he's in looks hilarious. It does. It looks like he you know bought it at Meijer or something, the local Kmart. <laughs> it's just so bad. I What's surprising is uh, I was expecting to see, like, a huge snaz on him from the – like, uh, a la the cartoon. I don't right. know if you're – I
2: got cartoon very much, but um, – And it's even worse because yeah. he's amongst normal New Yorkers in his scenes, so he sticks out like a sore thumb even more so than he normally would. So it, it's 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 funny.
0: They'll fix they'll fix it in post, dude. They'll make them look whimsical. They'll they'll have. Uh... And do you see? I think it's in the second clip. We'll make sure to post these at uh, at so you can see them if you have any any interest at all in the Smurfs movie. Um, there's a guy when he bumps into Neil Patrick Harris, like he uh, Azaria turns like to another guy that's there, and it looks like he sort of like opens up his hands to show. Yep, yep. I think that's supposed to be a smurf. They're going to like put a smurf in his hand later or something. <laughs> um, and it <laughs> He's just like handing so... in for a smurf
2: head or something. Yeah, Azrael. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: right. Anyhow, very 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 funny and Gargamel looks pretty stupid. Um, I guess I shouldn't be too surprised. Uh, next up on the list, a little a little bit of the some some sad news with a bit of an upside. Uh, we all know about the oil spilling into the Gulf. Uh, I hope we all know about that uh, from the oil rig that it came burning down last month and uh, BP's attempts to stop it. Apparently, it's open mic night for ideas at this point because now director james cameron is meeting with bp officials and and other uh others trying to figure out uh more ideas on how to, to stop the flow of the oil into the gulf well yeah man he's you know filmed underwater he knows all about it and in yeah. related news
2: alien expert yeah. steven spielberg's helping with their arizona immigration issues
0: <laughs> wow oh and, yeah. and Nia
2: Vardalos, she's helping pitch <laughs> ideas to the greek officials regarding uh cost cutting from ideas from her uh, big fat greek wedding
1: <laughs> so you know let's just bring in anybody who's just kind of loosely related just, to anything <laughs> and hey you might I have heard an idea james cameron didn't work for the oil thing so they sent michael bay down to just suck up all the oil down there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I like I can I can see sort of where they're headed with this. Like James Cameron's done uh, a couple documentaries deep underwater and has has experience at least with like remote controlled. I don't know submersibles the word, but uh, I don't know. He was first to the plate. Yeah. Kevin Coster had an idea first. It doesn't it doesn't <laughs> give you much like uh, it doesn't give you much info on the link of exactly who he's meeting with and the story. Top uh, men, yeah, top men. <laughs> yeah, and I. I'm curious. I hope he didn't get somebody like really important's ear and talk talked it off for three hours. Because I'm sure what he said wasn't exactly that important. But I don't know. I guess the more people trying to stop this thing, the better. It's just funny that James Cameron is high on the list to go to go talk to.
1: All the smart people are busy making billions, screwing America on Wall Street. So they needed to get you know somebody who's making billions entertaining America on Hollywood. Apparently,
0: right, right. The the next topic on the hoopla: Guillermo. Does that work? Guillermo del Toro resigned as director for the upcoming Hobbit movies. He cited the long delay in the production schedule due to the MGM studio being up for sale since November. Del Toro will continue to co-write the two-part movie, but that is it.
2: Yeah, when I heard that Peter Jackson wasn't going to do The Hobbit, I was worried. But then they signed Del Toro, and I thought, yeah, he's he's going to be a good match. And now that he's yeah, gone, it would be badass. Now that he's gone, I kind of just hope it goes back to Peter Jackson, because I can't imagine who else would be able to pull it off as well as those two. I mean, it just seems like the fantasy realm is a hard, hard genre to do.
0: And we get well, Ron Howard
2: that- back from his Willow days. <laughs> Right, dude.
0: Ron <laughs> Howard can totally willow this thing. Is that like a short joke too, and all in, uh, encompassed in there? Um, yeah, I uh, like you have uh, Peter Jackson producing it still, but I I'm curious if you would actually do both. Uh, I'm trying to. That's a good question. I didn't really think who else I would like in the role. Uh,
2: My hope would be Peter Jackson, but yeah, if if not, then I don't know who.
1: Do you, do you have to be fat?
2: Apparently, have you have Harry a little
0: Jackson? bit? Have you seen Peter Jackson recently? Because he's not that fat anymore. Maybe, Maybe that's why he fat. wasn't in line to do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you do have to be fat.
0: He's upgraded, and in that with that criteria, who's a fat? <laughs> uh, right. I don't. I don't know. I really. I'm. Re- I really am not particular on. Who can do a fantasy movie and who can't? Like I know Del Toro, you've got Hellboy, you've got Pan's Labyrinth, but Blade Two, did he do Blade Two? <laughs> you did uh, all of them, I
1: think. You believe it.
0: Wow. Well, then, yeah. <laughs> maybe I maybe I did lose some some interest in that. I, I I yeah. I don't have a problem with it. What's interesting is that The Hobbit's never going to be fucking made if they can't figure out what's going on <laughs> with the stu- <laughs> with the studio and get everything set to actually tape. And What's
1: interesting is fuck, <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs>
0: like they just got to make sure they get it done before Ian's gone. Bank. it's guaranteed. This movie's going to make bank, and they can't make it. Yeah. Which is, very, I just find it. And amazing. it's two
2: movies too, right? Then they said right, they're, they're going to split it. it. Two parts. Yep. Yeah, they just got to
0: hurry up and do it before Ian McAllen's no longer with us, right, sir Ian McAllen, sir Ian McAllen. Get get that shit straight. Anyhow, uh, so for for all the Tolkien fans, you are have to wait. Ten more years. Congratulations. Uh, Next up, the upcoming Captain America gets a new A-list celebrity. Tommy Lee Jones has been outed by co-star Haley Atwell. It's rumored that he will be playing the role of General Chester Phillips, who pretty much is the father figure who offers Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America, the chance to enroll in the Super Soldier program. Are we really calling Tommy Lee an A-list celebrity now, or...? Uh, Listen, Batman Forever. Yeah, first off, <laughs> Batman Forever. Second, No Country for Old Men. Third, Men in Black, Oon and Dos. Okay. And. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see how many languages I threw in there? Yeah, that was,
2: that was pretty good. There was know. in
0: Space
1: Cowboys also. I didn't hear you mention that.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, he was, was, was good, he was good in No what Country else? for Old Men, but... I mean, I don't know. He's just always Tommy Lee Jones, so.
0: Okay, alright. So, what? what is he? A B list? B list? That guy from. I don't
2: know. He's like him. It's just unimpressive, the adding of him, I think. At least to me. Right. Okay. You're, you're so, asking to bring your movie to mediocrity, basically. Alright. And make him a key role. So, so like, can, pick him some, a fat can, kid and dodgeball. His
0: age, picking someone his age, who would be an A list celebrity his age? Go. Don, do we... Sutherland. <laughs> Don Sutherland. <laughs> You're just going through the cast of Space Cowboys, aren't
2: you? I <laughs> am. <Damn. laughs>
1: Sean Connery. <laughs> that was
0: that Clint, like, yes. Clint, Clint, Clint Eastwood. Eastwood. Clint another Eastwood, another Space like, Cowboy. That's Me? You yeah, yeah, yeah. like just turned eighty recently too. <laughs> Happy birthday, Clint Eastwood! Congratulations. Maybe we'll clean it. Let's have Clint Eastwood direct the Hobbit. That'd be perfect. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. And he
1: could star as everyone.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm happy you guys care about Captain America. You guys Peter are
1: fucking Peter Fonda.
0: Right. Oh, man. Michael Bay may have his next sex object for Transformers 3. It's reported that Victoria's Secret model Rosie Huntington-Whiteley will be playing across Sheila LaBeouf as the love interest. Bay's promise to make this a character-driven movie is really coming together.
2: Another vapid <laughs> female. Yay.
1: <laughs> what was yeah, what was wrong with that Australian chick from the first one? She was pretty cute.
0: <laughs> Australian chick, you're talking about the girl that was she the blonde, was she the Aus- blonde tech geek. chick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the half. Ha- I don't know. Have you? Yeah, you, you know, I think that she was really a different- phoning it in, dude. She was phoning it in. I don't think she was really Australian.
1: Okay, what, I, does it matter? <laughs> I just like yeah, that they it, can't it, it matter. It matter. They can't
0: find a decent
2: actress out of the a million you know, good-looking actress in the world, so then I have to get a Victoria's Secret model. I find that humorous. Not um, to mention... And one right up the, Michael just, Bay's alley, too. A, re-
0: a ridiculous name. Like, why can't... Can we get somebody that that's a little easier here? We, uh, did you guys we see the little yeah, video?
1: I, Greg wants eight letters again, like yeah. Megan Fox. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the video of her, like, modeling?
2: Yeah, the whole congratulations yeah. video. It looks kind of fake. I, I mean, oh, like, yeah.
0: I, well, it's, it's not even... This is, by the way, this is even like confirmed that she's in it yet. It's just supposedly she's in talks for the role. I haven't heard anything official from like the production company or anything. So my sources haven't told me yet. So just keep that keep keep that in mind. Uh, but yeah, what I'm waiting for like, can we please get like you know a little love interest for one of the transformers? Can we not get like a female robot here or something? I don't. Why can't we just add? There was one like in that?
2: the animated movie. I don't remember her name though. R C. Was that it?
0: Yeah. She wasn't really a – there was no, like, stuff going on. But, yeah. (laughs) There's no Hanky Panky. (laughs) No (laughs) Hanky Panky going on with R.C. (laughs) And next up, uh, continuing our coverage of the Michael Bay, the relaunch of the live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie is being produced by his his production house, Platinum Dunes. Uh, No word on whether or not Megan Fox is on board and if she will play the role of April O'Neil or Raphael. I
1: don't know if he can handle something this uh, character-driven, yeah. <laughs>
2: right? Right. Or if Mega yeah. Fox will work for Hitler
0: ever again. <laughs> Hopefully, we have a have a Corey come back to play Donatello as he did. And uh, I'm trying to remember if you did the first one and not the second one, or he did the second one and not the first one.
2: I want to say you did the first one.
0: Can I make a little so you guys confession? The, though?
1: The, the the coming out of our shell uh, music tour that, that followed that, where they they <laughs> go around to, like stadiums and they sing a song.
0: You can Not probably at download all. the song now. Come that remember. is awesome. Did they really do that?
1: Yeah, they really well, did. Yeah, that.
0: let's hope let's hope there's a sequel to that now that they're going back to live action. Uh, when I was well,
1: like five, I went to Pizza Hut and got a uh, VHS tape w- along with my meal. Uh, of the coming out of our shell tour, and they had like a whole like production they put on where like Shredder came, and oh my god, was that Little Caesars yeah. Pizza? No, no, it was a Pizza Hut.
0: Oh. Shredder came. Oh, uh, Jim, you were trying to confess something? Yeah, I was going to say
2: out of all the possible '80s properties, this is one that I don't care if he ruins. I was never yes. a big Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan.
0: I, I <laughs> was. Uh, Cowabunga! Yeah, it's. I was a
1: huge fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Fraggle Rock, and the Gummy Bears. That was my. Uh, those were my go-to's. Is the you Holy as Trinity? A
0: snorks. No snorks.
1: No, I didn't watch the snorks. <laughs> we must draw the line.
0: <laughs> I, my my family. I come from a better family than that. Thank you.
2: <laughs> That's like playing
0: with Gobots. Wow. wow. Well, I'm 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 happy it's coming back to live action, dude. I, I liked I, well, of course that was my prime of childhood during the the live action TM, TMNT movies, and Shredder being a complete badass. But yeah, anyhow, uh, the the last note of the hoopla, which is definitely the saddest of them, uh, the famous actor director Dennis Hopper died on Saturday, uh, from complications due to prostate cancer. He was 74 years old, uh, sort of leaving leaving a little bit of a legacy. Not really. Like legacy might not be the term, but yeah, he, uh, he made a name for himself. That's for sure.
2: You know, I hate to kick the guy when he's dead and all, but I was never a big fan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whoa, who's, ma- who's mocking guys now that they're down? It's not me. It's not uh, it, it. You know,
1: Jim, Jim. Jim was just saying that he doesn't. You know, th- doesn't. Uh, I was never like a big fan. Actor.
0: Yeah. Whereas, uh, whereas
1: you would, Greg, you would go ahead and what would you do, and laugh, Greg, make fun of. Point left.
0: <laughs>
2: Mock cancer. Name,
1: name <laughs> a name a show after him with the with the subtitle I'm Dead. Maybe.
0: This is true. This is true.
2: Yeah, I was never yeah, a big bad. fan. I mean, did you guys really like him that much? Yeah.
0: You ever seen a little movie called Hoosiers? Yeah, I, mean, I didn't really like him in that. I what? Gene Hackman. <laughs> I, I thought he
2: overplayed it, to tell you the truth. Uh,
0: you I probably, liked him in true like romance. Himself. Like he had, he had some serious alcohol issues, that's for sure. And. I, I I can't talk. I had heard, uh, and I was listening on NPR, and actually checked it up on Wikipedia later about his role, and um, and now I can't even think of it. Uh, oh, Easy Rider. You're not Easy Rider. Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet. Not Blue Velvet either. Waterworld. Speed. <laughs> Speed. <laughs> Apocalypse Now. <laughs> it was Apocalypse Now. I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's Apocalypse Now. now sure it wasn't cheap. <laughs> or Waterworld. Come on. Where he got to say all <sighs> the ex right. on Valdez. Well, anyhow, his... <laughs> Speaking his of His Apocalypse Now <laughs> was pretty much just him showing up and just saying whatever the hell he wanted to say. And he was just on a pretty much drug-induced acting spree. I no wonder I, I hated uh, that movie. I like that. That was a great character.
1: Right. What do you think? Me, man? Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. <gasps> exactly. Think uh, again, man! <laughs> Uh, and, of course, it's Jim's favorite movie, yeah. also, to, to point that out. Have
2: oh. <laughs> you guys ever seen Easy Rider? That's one that I never saw. And that seems to be like
0: his... I, I have
1: actually never seen Easy Rider. His
0: have, you ever, claim have you game. ever seen Super Mario Brothers? <laughs> no, I have not. Because <laughs> if you're wondering if he played King Koopa in Super Mario Brothers. Because <laughs> he, he did.
1: I don't have to know. I know. <laughs> Oddly um, enough, that's not silly. in his little eulogy here. Well, what's
0: What's really cool about... Uh, The Easy Rider thing, which I haven't seen, but, uh, and this is another thing that he sort of made added to his legacy was he pretty much just said, him and Fonda just said, fuck it, I'm going to direct this thing and I'm going to put together a movie and it made bank. And I'm just amazed. Like, it's really a tale of just some, somebody that was in the, in the business, but decided, Hey, I'm going to take a shot at directing. It might work. And it paid off big time. And I, I think, uh. Goes to show for all those actors out there that are thinking, "Hey, you know, I might be able to direct that." If Dennis Hopper did it, I can do it.
1: I listened to that same um, interview I think that you listened to on NPR, yeah, like the, the retrospective interview.
0: He kind of comes off as a jackass. As a, that was a surprise uh, like, me, not knowing what he's doing, jackass or an asshole, jackass.
1: Um, asshole, like he just Jack. he
0: fell into fame, or okay, asshole,
1: <clears throat> asshole. Why? He just kind of came off as an (laughs) asshole. I I mean, mean, like setting
0: aside like drug problems and the whole situation about how he's supposed to be, he's pretty much like shunning his wife, his current wife off and telling his wife that he's not going to have any money and shit, get any money from his estate and shit like that, which I don't even know if any of that stuff is that founded. It was supposedly happening, but um, I don't know. Like I, I,
1: he, he, uh, he struck me as one of those people that kind of takes himself, like, really seriously and thinks that everything that he that everything he does is art.
0: Well, he doesn't yeah. anymore, so I guess you don't have any problems.
1: There we go. That's the Greg I was looking <laughs> for.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, I guess we What oh, was uh, that? Five minutes, 20 seconds? I don't know. <laughs> we can add the hoopla there on, the, on that sad note. Uh, moving on to our movie reviews. The ever fantastic movie reviews, uh, James. I guess we can start with you, yourself. What do you got?
2: Um, I ended up seeing, besides Iron Man two, I saw a movie called Moon uh, released uh, released last year, two thousand nine. Moon. Um, the uh, the movie takes place on Earth as oh, we know dude. it.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah um, I'm sorry to interrupt, but please don't spoil it too much because nope, I'm really no, looking I forward to seeing. The movie. Yeah,
2: it's uh it's based in the near future. Um, the energy crisis is a big deal. Um, There's a mineral that gets discovered on the surface of the moon that can help solve this crisis, so uh, a company has put a little mini colony on the the face of the moon and is running mining colony, basically. Um, The colony is really just um, one robot and one human. Uh, The human being played by Sam Rockwell, character also being named Sam, and the robot, which is kind of from the the Hale 2001 Legacy or the Alien Mothership. Uh, I think they just call their mother uh, onboard computer. It's just uh, a computer named Gertie, and it's voiced by Kevin Spacey. Um, basically, Sam's character is uh, closing in on the end of a three-year contract that he has to like stay there and kind of watch over the the colony, and um, he's starting to get a little jittery, a little irritable, kind of you know getting those severe cabin fever style symptoms um he hasn't had a whole lot of touch from the outside world um for some reason the all the live feed capabilities broken right now, and he's just been dealing with, like, tape delay messages, kind of like video emails, and that's how he's been communicating with the outside world, sees his wife that way, communicates with headquarters that way, that sort of thing. So he just feels really, you know, cut off and just starting to get a little irritable. Um, he starts to notice some odd things around the place, and he can't decide, like, he, he's realizing that he's having these symptoms, so he doesn't know if he's imagining things or what, and the whole rest of the movie is based on him kind of investigating or trying to, you know, doubt himself or, you know, whether or not to trust himself, basically. And the movie goes on from there. Um, As you can imagine, this movie is definitely a one-man show for Sam Rockwell. It's him and Kevin Spacey's voice, basically. Um, So it lives and dies with his performance. He does a pretty good job. Um, The trailer that I saw is on this trailer show I watched is what kind of brought me onto this movie. So, if you have a chance to watch the trailer, actually don't watch it. Um it told me something I didn't want to know and that was a bummer, but uh overall I still enjoy the film. It was it was solid. Um Rockwell does a pretty good job And I think it's worth a watch It's actually pretty short too It's only like an hour and a half long So it's not a big time investment For those of you who care about that kind of stuff um, One little side note um, And I think they did this tongue-in-cheek At least I hope they did um, On the face of like the robot Or the computer voice uh, that Spacey does Is like this robotic arm In several different places on the uh, in the base And on this robot uh, There's like a little I don't know six, seven-inch little video screen, and all that's on there is an emoticon, and it's supposed to, like, show the mood of, of Spacey. Wow. Sometimes it's a smiley face, sometimes it's a sad face or a confused face, and it's and I think they do it tongue-in-cheek, and it's pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, I, I I got some good humor out of that one. But, yeah, overall good, uh, worth a watch.
0: Were they sideways, like, as if they were texting him, or were they actually, like... No,
2: no, they were actually like you would see on our website, you know like that full fledged smiley
0: face you right. with, like, yeah, no, oh, that's bullshit, then that's yeah. bullshit, so yeah, I was get- that was actually one of my questions the the how like robot it's it's not like a... It's pretty much the ship or the the whole base. Yeah, it's the, yes, system. It's, it's it's the base. It's the okay, base. Okay, yeah. It's not like a thing that's moving around. No, ro- no. The only really part is
2: like the ro- the robotic arms can move and kind of go from room to room and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah.
0: So it does have some capability physically. So I guess since you saw Iron Man 2, what were you more impressed with? Uh, Sam Rockwell in this or Iron Man 2? Um, I actually didn't really care for him all that much in Iron Man 2. Oh. That's sad to hear. I think he was, I think he was one of the. I think Jeff agreed with agrees also uh, one of the only things that held it up.
1: Yeah, it, I agree totally. It, it was
0: of- it was more of the character
2: for me. I think because I think in Iron Man two he was kind of I don't know stereotypical douchebag <laughs> type of guy or I don't know right. It, it just seems like I've seen that a lot of times. So it was, yeah, it didn't really impress me. I guess.
0: So was. The the colony you said he was watching over there are actually other people living there that he no, doesn't no. interact with. If
2: he's the only one. Yeah, I really shouldn't have called it a colony. It's really more of a base. Um, he's the only one there besides the robot. And then every once in a while, like he runs out to you know a certain site to collect the the minerals and then ship, ship right. them off mafia. Okay. Like rocket. it's a whole automated. Yeah, thing. it's all automated. It's like, yeah. and he just kind of looks over it and then ships stuff out when
0: it's ready to be shipped out. Gotcha. Um, yeah, very very cool. Is this so? Is this sort of like a any kind of commentary on where we're going to be in the future and minerals and stuff, or is this just him finding, you know,
2: that's what I kind of expected to be, but it didn't really go in that direction. So gotcha. And he can't tell us because Jeff would cry. Yeah. I don't want to say too much about the the movie because it's, it's kind of neat knowing
0: or not knowing what's going on with this movie. Stay strong, Jeff. Stay strong. Um, I, I also saw a very, very fantastic movie about the moon. Not, not really though. Um, yeah, I I went and saw Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time. Came out Memorial Weekend, uh, just this last weekend. Everyone, I hope everyone had a very good holiday weekend. I should have said Happy Holiday Weekend, guys. Or I should have said that last time.
1: But. Well, they've probably already uh, you know turned off their iPods or MP3 players or computers now because you failed to do it. So. Right, job. Right, That's sure.
0: it. It's my fault. Uh, but yeah, I I did see the movie for a couple of reasons. Uh, I definitely did, was not going to go see Shrek because I fucking hate Shrek. And this was one of the only Memorial weekends. This weekend- was the <laughs> other option <laughs> that I had any interest in. Yeah, yeah <laughs> interest in whatsoever. But besides, besides though, there's, there was a small voice inside my head saying that this movie, a movie based off a video game, could be some good. And you know, you bowl wasn't directing it, so uh, instead you have you have actually Mike Newell of Harry Potter and Donnie Brasco fame. James, there you go. That, that might that might draw you in a little bit. I know you're a huge Harry Potter fan. Uh, <laughs> Sure, uh, But, yeah, and on top of that, you have Jake Gyllenhaal, Ben Kingsley, and Alfred Molina to fill out a solid cast. It could have been a great movie. That's what I was thinking.
2: <laughs> I like how this is going already. It could have been a great movie. Yeah, it, it
0: could have been. <laughs> um, well, yeah, like the, and also the great things about the movie to start with, you've got the setting. It's in Persia. Everyone loves Persia, you know, like the the Iran instead of the Iraq. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's completely badass. Everyone loves Persia. It's one of my one of my favorite settings, perhaps. Uh, but unfortunately, where you think like that, I was lo- lo- very looking forward to, and the visuals were actually there. Like I thought it was really cool. Yeah, the desert, very cool animations for the the city and the CG for it. But it seems like. They decided to put it in Persia, but then just used music and the soundtrack just didn't do it for me. So I felt like I was – I actually felt like I was sort of watching the video game because it was more of like an intense um, – like the whole time anything was happening, it was like a very like fast beat, fast-paced um, – I don't know. It, it, it's, it's almost like they should have went – Raiders of the Lost Ark kind of music during like the street brawl kind of, like I was hoping for something like that and instead I got I don't know. I, I I guess it sort of kept me from believing they were in Persia. I don't know why. You were looking
2: for more culture in your music?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I can't can't really pinpoint it. And I think on top of that, like not only was it the music, but all the characters in it seemed to be like just walked right from like the gladiator set to this. Uh, yeah, mainly because you got You've got a girl – you've got Gemma Arterton who plays uh, Tamina, the, the love interest of Jake Gyllenhaal's uh, – Jake Gyllenhaal's character. And she was just uh, in Clash of the Titans. Yeah, exactly. She plays the exact same person. Um, she plays like the benevolent, almost like omnipotent person that knows everything that's happening pretty much – Sees what's going to be happening like soon. In the Babysitter future.
2: to the hero. Or yeah, something.
0: <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. It's and it really looked like they just slapped some like orange tan lotion on her face and just had her play the same character. Um, ben Kingsley could have been in any mood. Like he didn't seem to be interested at all, which I probably wouldn't either because Kingsley's just a badass. But he was he was disappointing in this movie. Uh-huh. Um, he was my one yeah. hope. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well. And yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal actually didn't do that bad of a job. Bullshit. Uh, I'm serious. He, <laughs> he really did. But him and like him supposed to be supposed to be falling in love with uh, a Turton's character. I, I, I'm having a hard hard time saying her last name. Um, just doesn't that doesn't do it for me. But I think Gyllenhaal playing sort of like the boisterous fighter who ends up tr- pretty much winning semi winning the crown. Uh, does a pretty decent job. Who actually surprised me was Alfred Molina, who's been in a lot of shit. And he my ends favorite up movie of all time, uh, Spider-Man Three, Raiders of <laughs> the Lost Ark. Yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Exactly. There you go. We've got a we've got a Raiders of the Lost Ark comparison. Um, and soon to be in The Sorcerer's Apprentice. All by the way, uh, he ends up playing pretty much a guy that's running like the neutral town in Persia that uh Hall finds himself in like mid-movie and sort of sort of takes him in in a a little bit of a way but anyway he's like a merchant guy that runs his own business runs his own town and he plays a little bit of the comic relief and it surprises me mainly because i've seen him play just all kinds of roles he seems to have like a range like none none other he's he didn't Try to like take over the screen when he was on when he was on with Jake Hall. He played his role. Stays he within did his, bounds. his job exactly. And I think I think he did a pretty good job with it. He doesn't have a huge role or anything, but he surprised me. Um, everything about else about the movie is pretty throwaway. Um, the effects aren't actually the best, even though this movie's got a lot of them. Um, so you. Very- you're pretty impressed what they make
1: with- up for what they've got. now nah, whatever I'm not right. like it. you would think that this movie
0: well yeah like you think that this movie like would be heavily based on effects and it is it's just they're not that good unfortunately uh, what is cool
1: completely inexcusable
0: what, right right very um what's cool about the story uh, is it being a story about a dagger that has the, the wielder the wheel back in time a little bit is they can make sacrifices that you normally couldn't in other movies. Like there are people that are killed off multiple times and you don't know if they're going to come back or not because you don't know if he's going to go back in time. And you, there are some interesting things that unfold in that way. And I think I think that made it uh, interesting enough for me to give the recommend, recommendation. Is If you have money to burn, you want to go see a movie, this one's not that bad. Um, and it being based off a of video game. Uh, Best it's video game off. movie ever? <laughs> it might be. It might whoa, be. Um, what's, what's curious is it's also it's specifically based on the 2008 Prince of Persia game, which has three parts, and this is the first one. So heads up, there might be a second um, for people that actually go see it and like it. Uh, uh, so but since yeah, you didn't mainly- mind Gyllenhaal, I mean, best performance
2: besides Bubble Boy? No.
0: Uh, Jarhead for sure was probably his, his best. Performance. That was like the,
2: the one time I did not mind him. Actually, So um, I, I might have to agree. It with He wasn't you.
0: bad in Darko, oh, but I, I think I think Jarhead he was definitely the best. His best performance, anyways. I didn't see Brokeback Mountain, so I, I can't I can't comment on that. But <laughs> did you see it?
1: So what's that poster doing in your room? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I only have that up on Sundays. So yeah, I uh, I think if you have money to burn, go see it. Otherwise stay away. And if you are hold Ben Kingsley in high regard, definitely stay away. Cause I, I think it was pretty bad. About. Uh, that's over two for me. So yeah,
2: it's not getting
0: my money. Yeah. Uh, so Jeff, do you have any, anything to, anything to review? Um,
1: I've been kind of on a documentary kick. I've been watching the uh, the PBS Nova series, Elegant Universe, about string theory. You guys want to know well, about yeah. that?
0: Singularity events, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
1: Yeah, so on and so forth. Kind of driving uh, uh, what we
0: understand about gravity. I want to hear if you Can explain it to me?
1: Well, I'm I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm only about an hour and a half deep, but if you'd like me to, I, I can certainly try. I am um,
0: a, I'm an expert as much as an hour and a half. No, it's okay. That's fine. We're actually we're actually. a good time here anyhow um which Uh,
1: i also watched uh just real quick i watched uh a pixies documentary i can't remember if i mentioned this last week or not but i mentioned uh, i watched a picture pixies documentary the band the pixies uh called loud quiet loud um and it's 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 okay um it's about sort of their reunion tour and um yeah, you know, it's what you'd expect. It's a bunch of uh, people that used to be rock stars getting back together to make a bunch of money, uh, and it's just—it's just not that exciting. Like, uh, and the parts that they show them playing live are cool because, I, well, I saw them twice on their reunion tour, and I got a kick out of them. I mean, they're you know a really really great band from the late '80s and early '90s, and they rock it out on stage even though they're old. But push comes to shove, I mean, they're—they're they're, they're just. They're they're old people, man, and it's not exciting and,
0: uh, <laughs> You guys aren't cool anymore, wow. right yeah.
1: Exactly. So um yeah. That's uh that's that. Uh so I wouldn't recommend that, but I I actually have in my queue right now from Netflix a um uh a Pixies like concert film that I that I'm a little more excited for.
2: Maybe bands should do like the Dread Pirate Roberts thing. Like when they get old enough, they just pass on the title to like somebody else and they take place they <laughs> so, so play their music. Awesome
1: cover. <laughs> sort of like um the the uh like Judas Priest has yeah. got like a young lead singer. Or like I don't think anybody's still alive from the original Leonard Skinnerd, but they still tour every summer.
2: Yeah. See, that's because they need to go younger and keep rocking and
0: not isn't there, feel like old speaking assholes. Of, speaking of, isn't there a cover? isn't there a documentary about a cover band for the Rolling Stones? Have you heard about that? It's uh,
1: no, it sounds pretty cool though. Yeah.
0: It's, it's, it's pretty much just about them being in like the pseudo celebrity place where they'll go and play like the Superdome one day and then they'll go play like a frat party the next day. And it's, right. <laughs> it's so, so awesome. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll have to look that up. Maybe I'll, I'll find it, post it, by the way, I just want to comment a little errata to two minutes ago. Uh, yeah, Alfred Molina was in Spider-Man 2, that 3. I, I totally was freaking out. Fucking blew I that one. I told you that. Yeah. Well, you guys didn't say anything with your movie knowledge. You didn't say anything. Uh, yeah, it. I was so disappointed you didn't know my favorite movie. I had to pull myself out of <laughs> the I forgot. So he was the guy that says, toss me the whip, give me the idol. Yeah, well, he says, give me the idol. Not, toss yes. Me the Throw me the whip. Toss me the idol. Yeah, and he uh, yeah. he gets his just desserts. Uh, spoiler alert, by the way, for anyone who hasn't seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, yeah, so that brings us to our, our final feature and the most fantastic, I would say. I think I think everyone would say that. Most fantastic, ready, go. That's the Parker Posey for today. Just kidding. I will go on to say that Jim's was the last Parker Posey. It's the question we bring up every week. Uh, great question. Yeah, a fantastic question. Um, Good Shin. It, the question for Jim last week was, "What is one of your favorite movie endings?" Which was uh, spoiler central. I didn't actually see any that I didn't know, so that made me yeah, feel nothing
2: old. surprised me out there. I, okay, I agreed back. with all three of the responses that we received for
0: Seven, Empire, and Usual Suspects. There, the Empire one still. I, I, I don't believe that Josh didn't know the end of Empire before he saw it. I, I don't. It, his it's uh, just answers. Awesome yeah anybody my age like anybody that was anyone that's in their twenties now see like there's no way when they were of like remember like when they were of age where they remember to actually see that movie and not know not know what the ending was I don't believe it I don't believe it that's why I was asking you earlier if Brandy knew because Brandy's thirty I think, and she just watched him and I was really curious if she knew the ending yeah, up, it didn't even come up actually. We're have to ask. Her Nobody
1: characters. doesn't know the ending. It's <laughs> it's it's just so ingrained into pop culture. Like you yeah, don't even have to know what, all over like, the place. what you're thinking about. It's, it, yeah, it's 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 collective unconscious at this point. It'd be point. like, right. oh,
2: so
0: that's where that came from.
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: Uh, yeah, a fantastic question. And uh, I it's, my question is actually next, which is also fantastic. This one's a thinker. Someone's a thinker, guys, I don't know if it's going to be that easy to answer it uh, live. I had an issue answering it not live, so almost famous. Uh, almost, almost, famous. My go-to, raise the lost art. Um, so yeah, my my question for this week. Uh, I'm I'm sort of in the uh, an interesting mood, mainly because I've been I've been talking with Jeff a lot about the oil spill and how fucking sad it is and stuff like that, and it got me to thinking a little bit and. It brought me to the question. This one's sort of related to that topic. What movie that's set in the future do you think best depicts what will most likely happen? Um, there are a lot of movies that were you know made before today that try to depict the future that have already come to pass. If you want to pick a movie like that, I would allow it. Um, example being, I think, Terminator 2. Like the judgment day in Terminator 2 was like 1998 or, or something. Uh, but. Or it was like 97, but I'll let it slide. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So if you want to pick something like that, I'd le- I, I would bulk, but. I, Soylent I, Green.
1: Soylent <laughs> <Sirling>
0: Green. <laughs> this is people. Uh, yeah. So. I don't care if it, also I don't care if it's animated or not. So people that want to pick like a, an, an anime or or something like I know a lot of them are, are uh, based in some fan, fantastic future. So uh, I just want some answers. And after much thought, I came down to picking Johnny Mnemonic. Now, <laughs> before you assholes laugh, I there's actually if you've seen the movie, the the message in the movie is actually pretty intense. Uh, you have people. In the future, which I think uh, I think I had it down before. Yeah, it's it's in 2021. So I don't I don't know if this is going to happen in 2021, but I do think it's it's a likely future. Um, you have the internet pretty much gone wild. You have computers and everything. Even people are just becoming more and more part computer, I guess, if you will. Uh, even part robot. A lot of people have like. Uh, pretty much mechanical, long mechanical this, uh, just all their parts are being substituted for some kind of metal or electronic device. And I can see it being a, a likely possibility that in the future with technology to live longer, we're just installing these things and we're going to become, and the question is going to become what is human? And that's actually what, this short story and some of this, what happened in the movie is based on. And, uh, you, there are a couple of characters in it that I'm trying to remember the name of the dude, but there's a guy that they talk about just isn't even human anymore because he has all these parts. And, um, one of the big issues in that movie is this, um, Sickness that I think they call like NAS, which is supposed to be. There's so much electronics, people get sick from it. I don't. I'm not really focusing on that. Oh, kind of like, like
1: people are getting cancer right now from all the wireless devices?
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm not focusing on that. Um, I'm focusing on just the people becoming more and more just electronic, and uh, yeah, that that is that is my choice. Uh, the sickness thing, not so much. And I believe there's actually a, a dolphin that uh, is like. <laughs> A genius that has electronics in it. I think that's going to happen too. I need to see this fucking movie again. (laughs) Uh, And Ice T is going to come back as. And Dolph Lundgren
2: is going to be the preacher or whatever.
0: Yeah, is that is that who I'm talking about? Was that Dolph Lundgren? (laughs) Yeah, he he was was like. like, How do you not know Dolph Lundgren when you see him? (laughs) Because he was like all robot in that movie. In that movie, he's
1: robot in real
0: life.
2: Yeah, he was like the preacher or something. You're like,
0: yeah, that's the guy. The preacher is like the all mechanic, mechanical guy. Awesome. Um, but yeah, do you guys know where I'm where I'm going with this? Is oh yeah, easy, you know, I have an okay. answer. You understand it? Okay, yeah. that's fantastic, fantastic. And I'm guessing it's not Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's not,
2: because okay. that's in the past.
0: I wa- I really. By the way, I really wanted to pick Avatar just to give all those people that wish they were on Pandora like a chance. But no.
2: my answer is going to be an answer where Greg's going to say, "Damn it! I should have picked that. I just know it." And I'm going with the movie Wall-E.
0: I thought of it actually. Yeah. I, did.
2: I think we're going to pollute the shit out of this place. Use up Earth to... What on Earth
1: give you that idea? <laughs> I don't know.
0: What on Earth? Earth
2: is just going to be a piece of shit. We're going to leave it. We're all going to grow fat, and we're going to be relying on technology to take care of everything for us.
0: <laughs> we're going to get fat! Yeah, I, that was the reason I put the animated thing in there, because I, I thought about it, and yeah. it, it's a good answer. It really is a good answer. And uh, I guess... Bar the the whole us being able to take off into, into space. I'm I'm curious what year it guesses to. I'm not I'm not so concerned about the year. By the way, like if it says 2021, that's just the future. If Wally future is 2,200, that's the future or whatever. Don't I'm not really worried about the date. Um, but yeah, I that's a good answer, a very good answer. Jeff, you yeah you, you got something? I was it's picked at t- the pick
2: moon t- just because I watched it, but yeah, I might go on there.
0: Um... How, how how in the fu- how far in the future is the moon supposed to be? Just curiosity. Not know, that
2: think. far, actually. People will... Like, some of the clips they showed in the beginning make it look like it's, like, I don't know, 50 years. Like, not, right. not, not far. Right.
1: Battlefield Earth.
2: <laughs> awesome.
0: <laughs> I was <laughs> hoping. <laughs> I
1: sort of can't believe that there haven't already been cyclos here on Earth enslaving us. Um... I to, thought for sure you're uh, going to
2: pick Last Starfighter.
1: Last Starfighter. Wow, <laughs>
0: that, that more that's, takes that's place present day. That's, that's present <laughs> day. That one would not count. That's present day for sure. I I was very close to picking like Armageddon too, but that's like a present day thing. Just because the the odds of asteroids hitting us and. Uh, I, was, I was sort of researching it a little bit and how, like, okay, in 50 years, this asteroid is going to become this close, maybe even closer, right. et cetera. But, so Battlefield Earth, would you like to uh, explain a no, little bit? No,
1: no, not really. Um, you know, it's sort of funny. My, I, I think you're probably going to poo-poo my real answer. Um, but the, kind of the thing that, that you said, um, it's sort of a trend that's already started and I really see continuing, and it, it's a movie that wasn't futuristic, really. But um, the the movie Network is what I was thinking of.
0: Network, the nineteen like sixty nine movie. Yeah, 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 that one. I think they read. Um, so, uh,
1: just how kind of uh, how, how news has become more entertainment and uh, and less actual news, and how like the, the kind of vying for mind share as opposed to actual journalism, right? And that type right. of thing. I guess that's that's like only a very very uh, small. Um, Segment of the popular of the you know of what you'd call like the whole future, but um, it's not really the technology, but more of a, the cultural thing. Uh, I, and that is a very, yeah,
0: that's a very good answer. Definitely, yeah, definitely not set in the future, but I do really like it. Yeah, like but, you're right, it's it sets up it's the a lot of show business. Yeah. It's a very it's like there used to be a small amount of show business and this much journalism, and it's just. Flying out of control right now, just because nobody knows where the fuck journalism is going to land, and uh, that actually got me thinking of another answer, and, and I don't know, I'm so I'm so torn on whether to bring it up or not. Fuck it, why not? Uh made me think of Running Man, and just how co- are... soon, how soon are we just going to have just public just executions on air and yeah. gladi- like gladiatorial fighting, and yeah, I. Uh, um, for so that is immediately after you said that I thought Running Man and by the way Running Man's based in 2010 or 2019 sorry so get, right get around your, the corner yeah get your uh, get into shape because no Christmas be the tree <laughs> um right and I, I'm sure we'll probably see a re- what if they did the remake in 2019 that would be weird wow I don't Whoa. think they could that long yeah fantastic well Michael yeah, the, Bay get it on
1: it sure by the way I was thinking about that and Damn. that's just begging to be remade. I
2: hope they don't. It's so perfect.
1: I hope they don't, too. I'm just saying. they're
0: going to. The first uh, movie is almost, almost perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah. That... Uh, you're right, right. I, I don't... I think they'll make, They'll remake it. Don't... Forget about it. They'll remake it. Don't even worry about it because it's going to be done. Uh, yeah, so the question, again, what movie that's set in the future do you think best depicts what will most likely happen? What you think has the best chance of happening and uh, again I don't care if it's animated or not and uh, yeah uh, your questions will be uh, you can put them up at goingpet.com and also at the Facebook page uh, you can find the movie hour page there uh, James and Jeff a uh, fantastic post Memorial Weekend show and uh, I hope it's a busy week coming ahead but we'll, we'll try to get a, get the podcast out promptly for you guys next week and uh, James and Jeff thank you for the input per usual Yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed that one
1: yeah, yeah. Hey, everybody, have a great day and drive safe.
0: <laughs> take care, everyone. Thank you, uh, thank you all for the posts, the the listening, the live listening, and uh, yeah, take care. Have a nice day. Hope this podcast finds you well. See you later. <laughs> see you later. The the knee long long Sunday crossword the hour. See you.